have to take the next steps and that maybe it's just not having that self-belief um, because I know on a conscious level that I can do it and I will do it but like, there's just like this I feel like there's a subconscious something subconsciously blocking me mm -hmm. from, yeah from maybe yeah. moving forward yeah yeah that's you know that makes sense and I, I do feel like true nodes um, oftentimes does it is like subconscious you know it sometimes it's not really what's going on in our physical worlds. Um, but yeah, but to, to kind of like combat the, tr the true node or to like balance it out, we also look at the south node. It's not indicated on the chart with a symbol, but we just look at the sign that's 180 degrees opposite of the true node. And that's, uh, so your true node is in the first house, so your south node is over here in the seventh house mm -hmm. in the sign of Gemini. So the South Node represents everything that you do well. So it's the gifts and talents that your soul has brought over uh, from previous lives into this current human experience. Mm -hmm. And the seventh house rules relationships, marriages, um, yeah, like your, your intimate contracts in, in this human experience. And it's interesting that you have it in the sign of Gemini because Gemini energy actually likes multiple projects or it likes to just be kind of involved in different things that different times. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if like your relationships have ever um, kind of resembled that or like not necessarily you being like a serial dater, but like you've, you've been like interested in multiple people at once or multiple people have been inter interested in you at once. Um, um, and that I, was, yeah, may, maybe I can yeah? see that. So, yeah. I don't know whether I would necessarily act out on it. I mean, I have done once, but um, yeah, it's certainly true. <laughs> yeah. Um, a rough time with my husband but it's all sort of sorted out now sort of oh thing. good good okay yeah so but basically you do relationships well as long as you can communicate another thing that Gemini loves to do is communicate very openly mm -hmm. it's ruled by mercury so um, I would say like asserting yourself expressing your feelings like that kind of comes freely to you you don't feel like you have to like really fight like or bite your tongue I feel like that um, is definitely a gift you have Mm -hmm. um okay great so another question you had um was about oh are you on the right path okay mm. so in this methodology of birth chart readings one well we look at several different things to look at your life path and that is the true node that yeah. is your 12th house as well as your Chiron. Now, we haven't dove into the Chiron yet. We will in just a moment. But looking at those few elements, it's um, leading me to believe that you're here to help highly inquisitive people find adventure and fun in their everyday pursuits. Um, because your 12th house really embodies like that um, client archetype. So your 12th house is in Scorpio doesn't mean that your clients are going to be Scorpios. It just means that they have that energy um, and Scorpios ruled by Pluto. So it means that they're going to really go deep into things. Um, and it's, I think this is a beautiful placement actually, because the 12th house is the house of Neptune and Pisces. So Scorpio and Pluto would fit in very, very well with that energy because it already likes to go deep. Um, it likes to kind of bring things up to the surface that are hidden. Um, and it also values and rules like death and rebirth. That's not to scare you. I think really what it is is endings and beginnings. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, cycles, right? When things are over, it's just allowing yourself to let go and maybe carry those lessons with you. But then um, 
being open to a new beginning. That's all Putarian energy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the daughter are both Scorpius. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting sign. It, it's a water yeah. sign, but I feel like they also can be very aggressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just depends on like, how, how they feel about you. Yeah, I think that I know how to um, manage their emotions as well. So I think that's quite nice. I'm able okay. to do that, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so yeah, so we look at that for your life purpose. But we talked about the, the Chiron being kind of included in putting that little mission statement together. Um, your Chiron's down here. It's this little circle uh, with a K on it. That's the symbol of the Chiron. And you have yours in the sign of uh, Aries in the fifth house. So what the Chiron is, is um, where your soul has been wounded in the past. And those mm -hmm. wounds kind of show up subconsciously in this human experience. Um, you know, and it kind of like alludes to like maybe some hardships or traumas that you experience in other lives. Now, because okay. you have it in your fifth house, I think that's actually an interesting placement for a Chiron. Um, the, the fifth house is all about play, relaxation, leisure. Um, so, you know, you may have felt in like in another lifetime, you may have been like pushed to work really hard. There may not have been a lot of downtime um, or maybe like, you know. Well, that was maybe in, in my last job. It was exactly like that. And that's oh, really? Okay. I left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost worked yeah. to like burnout almost. Yeah. 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 That, okay, so that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. And yeah, and since you said burnout, because it's in the sign of Aries. So um, again, another fire sign, Aries, action-oriented, natural leaders, um, first to start, first to finish, that type of energy. So, mm -hmm. you know, if, you ha if you're wounded in that area, that means it's kind of like the shadow side of it, like it's pushed to the limit, or it's like, polar opposite meaning like there aren't enough opportunities for you to take like oh, okay. leadership yeah. yeah but you said that it was like too much work yeah. um uh yes so um let me see what notes i have oh okay so i also have here in my notes that they, you might have some 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 subconscious beliefs about really enjoying yourself as well. Um, like I'm getting that, you know, when you do relax or when you do do something for fun, like you enjoy it and you want to do it, but then like later you may feel a little guilty. Like you should yeah, have been doing something yeah. more productive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I just said, you know, like start small with that. Um, you know, like find little things that really make you laugh or, um, if you have like a, a friend that likes to do things that you like to do, I was just thinking of like thinking of small things that would um, help you balance that out. I mean, you're a mm. Virgo sun sign and uh, Scorpio ascendant. That's interesting um, uh, match there. But I, I would say with Virgo being your sun sign, they definitely are workaholics. If they're not careful, they can work mm. too much. Very detail oriented, like a plan, like structure. So I just but feel I, like, yeah, I do find that. I do find that, but I find if I have a plan, I can never stick to it. I don't um, know if, why that would come in. I just think, and I, that is interesting. Yeah. Ordered and things like that. But I find that I, I like to start things, but then I just never finish them. Hmm. 
It could be because I'm looking at your 10th house right here. So your 10th house is actually the house that rules career and how you make your imprint in society. You have half of it in, in Virgo, but then you also have half of it in Libra. So it's kind of split between two signs. And I feel like Libra is a sign that can be very indecisive. So a lot of your, um, a lot of the energy, I guess, around you really making decisions or kind of sticking to something might be that Venusian energy, uh, Libra is ruled by Venus. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and it's all about balance, you know, Libra, it's, it's like the scales, the symbol of Libra is the scales. Mm. So you may just kind of get stuck in that, like balancing, um, phase and not actually right. executing. Um, that's just the answer I have for that. But that, but that is really interesting being that you are a Virgo and you yeah. even have your midhaven in Virgo, which is what indicates what career would suit you well. Um, okay. Now, next question you had was, um, how to identify and overcome self-limiting beliefs. So I have, um, just trying to go through my notes. Okay. So when I looked at your chart, I feel as though, you know, there might be a fear of the unknown. Um, but the unknown is kind of what welcomes your confidence and abundance. Um, and I think when I put that down there, I was looking at that first house placement again, because you have Neptune mm -hmm. there, um, in your first house, I feel like that, that energy could be causing you to just feel a little unstable and, um, anxious yeah. about what's to come. Um, because again, Neptunian energy, there's no construct, but it's not structured. It's just kind of like watery and flowy. So it's like, wow. you never really know if you're going or coming and mm you being a Virgo, you, you value that. I feel like you want to know what oh, you're yeah, yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm not, I'm not down to the exact detail, but if I, if we're going out to something in the day, I just need to say, right, are, are we going out today? Can, I just need to have a rough plan. And then my mind will just be, it just calms right down, but yeah. nothing planned. I, I'd feel really anxious. Yeah. Oh, yeah because I feel like I'm wasting time or something. Yeah. Yeah, I get that yeah. too. Um, well, you know, another thing that might be affecting that is your second house. Um, so your second house is in Capricorn. That's another earth sign. Um, and what the second house is all about is what you value. So it's also the way that you make money. Um, the things, so it's not just like, it's what you value, but it's what you value from like making your money. So like your okay. home, the car, like property, things like that. And Capricorn, with it being an earth sign, it does want structure. It likes a plan. Um, mm. It likes clarity. You know, it's ruled by Saturn. So Saturn is all about like limitations. I, I, I see Saturn as being like the strict, like old dad of all the planets. Like it kind of wants mm. you to follow the rules and the plans and things like that. So that, that energy is probably what's, um, kind of like combating the Neptunian energy in your first house. Right. Um, yeah. You know, cause I feel like it's, it, they're kind of polar opposites almost. Like, um, like pushed and pulled in, yeah. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's really interesting. But you do have, you, you don't have issues making plans. You said you just have a sometimes trouble sticking to the plans. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I want to do it. My, I've got like a monkey mind and, it, and I've just managed to get back into like a meditation practice because I just find it really soothing for me or for my mind. It just does calm me down. And, 
otherwise I'm like, oh, I can do this and this and this and this and this. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I just think I have too many things. And then, I, then I, I do find I go through my life trying to simplify it by I get rid of stuff, constantly clearing out stuff and giving it away to charity and That's things. That's good. Mm-hmm. to make my life in, in you know what I would class as a bit more simpler but I live with people who are not like that so I find it quite frustrating at times <laughs> okay yeah. huh well another since you just said that that you give away a lot of things I just picked up on you having your Pluto in the 10th house as well um so that that house that's about your career and everything and how, like how you show up in society um Pluto, it, again, it likes the endings and beginnings. So I, that's great that you're doing that. Mm. Um, and you also have your Mercury here in the 10th house. So Mercury is about communication again, but it's not this communication to um, other people like dialogue, like conversation. I feel like Mercury is also about how you like set boundaries for yourself, like how you assert yeah. yourself. Um, so I think, yeah, you having it in the sign of Libra, um, is actually a really good placement. I think it means that you are going to be fair and balanced, right? You're going to have like reasonable expectations of others and you're also going to deliver as well. You know, I think Venusian Mm -hmm. energy is also, it's about beauty and elegance, but Venusian energy is also about prosperity, right? And, um, making sure that you're showing up fully so that you can enjoy like the fruits of your labor Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, earth that and makes air. sense. Yeah, perfect. And finally, you also have your Mars here. So Mars is the sign, not the sign, I'm sorry, the, the planet that really determines how you're motivated. Um, mm. The thing that kind of gets you up in the morning every day and you have it in Virgo, but it's right on the line by Libra. Like it's literally... I mean, I feel like it's split, like your whole 10th house is split, but your Mars is split there as well. Um, so I feel like that actually might could be contributing to some of the monkey mind because I feel like your, your Libra placement is overpowering your Virgo here in the 10th house and Libra is an air sign. So air is yeah. all mental. It's all like mental energy. Um, so I, yeah, I feel like that could be what's kind of getting a little overwhelmed in your thoughts um, Mm. is that, you know, Mars is like wanting you to take action. Um, But um, okay. You also, you have, you have your Venus over here. It's in Virgo, but it's not in the 10th house. It's in your ninth house. So this brings something up and it just came to me. I don't have notes on it, but how so the ninth house is how you teach it's it's like leadership how you show up to guide Mm -hmm. others you have your venus here in the ninth house so i'm thinking like are you planning to create any type of like online class or do like modules okay because that could be a really great way to channel some of that energy Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. And I was thinking, especially if I'm going to transition, it would be much easier, I think, to have a course, which is all structured and you yeah. can, and then, yeah. Very so, organized. so I can still devote my time to my day job until, until the time's ready to move, to mm-hmm. move across full time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And most of your ninth house is in the sign of Leo. And that's actually a beautiful placement because Leo is a, fire sign <laughs> mm-hmm. and um it's ruled by the sun so it loves the spotlight 
Um, I call Leo the trendsetter of the zodiac. So they don't mind attention. They don't mind kind of being front and center. So you having it in the house of leadership is really beautiful. Um, and you, you know, your Venus is right there to help you uh, be prosperous. Yeah. And I, th I think, I think maybe once I was to feel certain that um, what I'm doing and I'm passionate about it, I would be able to do that. But generally I'm not really one to um, post lots of pictures of myself and things like that mm -hmm. on Instagram. And I don't necessarily like to be in the limelight, but I, I do when I don't, it's really funny. Yeah. It's sort of, it's on, on my terms. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I might just need to be like, yeah, like when you're doing your thing, when you're, when you're teaching. Yeah. And um, like creating instructions, I feel like that could be, you know, how you make yourself more visible. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So next question, um, will you be happy? Now, I just want to preface this a little bit about uh, the birth chart. So this is a snapshot of the sky or of, of the, the cosmos, like at the very moment you were born. So it's not okay. necessarily like fortune telling. Um, uh, right, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although we can like use some of these energies to say how, how you would fare in certain situations. Um, mm. Since everyone's given free will, it's like I can never really say will you be happy or will you be successful? Um, I could tell you some things that would really agree with your soul in this human experience. Yeah, um, maybe that's, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think one aspect we can look at is right here. It's the moon sign. So your moon um, is actually an indication of ancestral wounds. So we talked about the Chiron being like your soul's wounds and the true node being like the challenges that you have in this human experience. But the moon is like your family of origin and they're like their collective wounds kind of. So it's like a soul cluster and like the wounds within that soul cluster. Um, mm. So think of it like your parents, their parents, if you knew them, aunts and uncles, and maybe some of your siblings and like some of the challenges that happen within that soul cluster. Um, so your moon is in cancer in the eighth house. So Cancerian mm -hmm. energy, it's ruled by the moon. It's very vulnerable. It's like nurturing. I, you know, I consider cancer to be like the mama bear of the Zodiac, but you're wounded. You have an ancestral wound there. So what I picked up on was like maybe some, like there wasn't a lot of vulnerability. There may not have been as much nurturing as there should have been. Um, yeah. And I'm also picking up on a little bit of neglect. Um, yeah. When I, when I was younger, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay. And it's something I was, I was thinking about ancestral um, wounds not that long ago because mm -hmm. I, was, I was reading something that says in order to heal yourself, you may have to look back to your um, um, things that have happened, your, your parental, I forget what it was yeah. called now, but look, look back to see how your parents treated you. And although you could have had a, what looks like a normal, loving, happy um, childhood, they mm -hmm. could have said things and that to you that they didn't mean to or... But no, my, my dad left me when I was about four years old all by myself. And I, I vividly remember, I think I was probably traumatized. And consciously, I think, yeah, I'm fine with that. That was a mean thing to do. But I've come, I realized that he did it because, you know, my mum was in hospital having my other little sister and that, and my dad was an alcoholic. Oh, wow. But, yeah. So then I think, wow, you know, that was a mean thing to do. But maybe, like you said, subconsciously, there are still some imprints there. And yeah. I'd like 
how you how people go about getting rid of these it's something i was going to look up and yeah how to clear your ancestral wounds or something it's it's fascinating all of this stuff <laughs> yeah yeah it's really fascinating you know mm. you know but i think awareness is like just the first like step you know i feel like and it's so impactful you know i think um just kind of like shining the light on it at first is yeah. really you know it kind of really catapults you towards like healing and transmuting some of that energy um you know, it is interesting. You do have, you have it in the eighth house in cancer because eighth house is like, um, it's ruled by Scorpio. So it's like taxes, it's death and transformation, but it's like taxes, other people's money. So think of like governmental things or investments, um, mm. that kind of money. So not like your own income, but that's what it rules too. So I'm thinking like, were there issues around that? Like your home life like, well, we, we didn't have any money when we, yeah. when I was growing up yeah um and I and that's another thing I remember when I was younger was having to go to um it was like the welfare and, and they had to give my mum money to buy our school shoes when we were younger and I always remember my mum's friends having to give us food and things just because my dad used to spend all the money on drink oh wow yeah okay. um you, you know my, my, my parents are both passed now but mm -hmm. um um, through drink, both of them, unfortunately. But um, I think, like I said, consciously, I feel fine with it, and I feel that I'm okay. But I think some, maybe deep down there, like, there is maybe still a bit of healing that needs doing there. Mm. Now, um, that brings me to another aspect, though. Since you said your father was an alcoholic, how is your health? Your health um, and wellness. It's, I'm actually going through a few, um, I have like a few digestive sort of things. Um, my throat's a bit croaky at the moment because I have like this acid reflux that keeps mm -hmm. coming, burning my throat. Um, I had a, um, so it's more of my digestive system. Um, mm -hmm. that it just gives me, it gives me some sort of hassle really. Um, I just get little bits of psoriasis here and there that I've just noticed recently. So I really need to sort of follow a specific diet and just sort of draw a line in the sand and say, no, this is how I'm going to live and just honor my own sort of boundaries and, yeah. and things like that. For, because beautiful. I know what I need to do, but I'm just not doing it, you know, because it's easy to see what family are eating and things but I feel ready now because I just think no and that in my mind I think I need to be fit and healthy so I can have all the energy that I need so I can pursue this new career that I would like to do mm -hmm. that's great yeah. that's amazing mm. um because I was just looking at your uh, sixth house which is the house of uh, health and wellness and it isn't the sign of Taurus so that's good that you're like being mindful of yourself and taking care of yourself. Um, Taurus is an earth sign. It's ruled by Venus, just like Libra. It's ruled by Venus. So it's, it's, it's slow moving. I think Taurus is very slow moving. So I would say like rest when you need to. Um, yeah. Or if you, if you have like a daily routine, I know some people do like morning practices to ground yourself. Um, if you use essential oils or light candles, Venusian energy does like things of the earth, earth elements. Um, or if you okay. kept garden or anything like that, um, doing those, using that energy, putting that energy into your life would really, I think that would help you on the health and wellness front since you do have that okay. placement. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's great that you're already doing things. And, you know, to go back to your wound, the moon, you also have your Saturn in that same house. And like I mentioned before, Saturn is going to remind you of your limitations and it's going to 
put you on track when you're getting off track. And that comes in the, that comes in the form of challenges and issues. So Saturn is, is, is going to like present things to you to get your attention so that you can correct it. So maybe some yeah. of your health issues could be a result of, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Like Pre- that, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's what I said to my husband today. I said, you know, I've had this um, acid thing and now I've got the psoriasis. It's another red flag. It's sort of my body's way of trying to get my attention to mm-hmm. say, you need to do something. <laughs> yeah. But, you yeah. know, you're aware of it. So that's amazing. That's great. Um, I think I had, a, I had a note here, but I don't know what question it's in response to. I think. Did you ask a question about relationships? I know you asked about being happy, but did you ask um, about? No, but if you can, feel free to read anything from there. That you oh, okay. Think. Yeah. Great. Okay. Because I have in my notes here that I picked up on a little bit of codependency, and I think this is linked back to that ancestral wound. <sighs> um, because your seventh house is in Gemini, like we mentioned before, and with Gemini wanting like that multiple uh, interactions and you know being involved with different people like even like friendships I think that it's easy for you to self-abandon to to fall into self-abandonment because you do relationships so well and you do care for others very well Mm -hmm. um so that's just a note that I had there um so when you mean that codependency, that's like me relying on, see, I find, and I've often thought, because my husband is a Scorpio and he's quite strong, no, and we joke because he says, oh, no, no, you're doing it wrong. And I say, no, 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 I'm doing it my way. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but he's quite controlling and it can be, not in, horrible, not in a nasty way, but I notice and I wonder sometimes if I just haven't got the energy, I'll just yeah you can do it then and is that you know like for cooking for example he would just all take over and do all of the cooking in that and am I is that me being codependent by just letting him do it and knowing that he'll do it is that I think codependency is more about thinking that your worth is um, how well you can give to others right and okay. this is why many people especially women who are codependent they um fall into that self-abandonment trap and they fall into feelings of resentment and just feeling overworked and things like that. Well, it's because they think that their self-worth is tied to what they're doing for other people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but it also could be, you know, you not really standing up for yourself or asserting yourself. Um, you know, but yeah, it, I, th- I, th- I think that's true. I, I just think, Oh, I just can't be bothered to, to mm-hmm. say this and do this and I'll just go with the flow just mm-hmm. to, just because I, sometimes I just feel tired and then I can't be bothered. So I know it's bad, but. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. Your, your third house, uh, the house of communication is in Aquarius and a little bit in Pisces. So um, Aquarian energy is interesting. It's, you know, they're the humanitarians of the Zodiac, um, but they're the team player. And so one of the shadows of Aquarius is they will, um, kind of just allow, like you said, allow others to do what they want to do because they, they're really, really concerned about the collective being happy and okay. So I think that Mm -hmm. that is what's coming up when you, you know, when someone really wants to take charge, I think you're kind of like, okay, because Aquarius is like that, you know, Aquarius is not forceful or anything like that. It's an air sign. Um, I sometimes wish I could be a bit more assertive. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you know, I live in a house with two Scorpios and an, and an Aries. So. <laughs> and you're a Virgo, yeah. So that might be a challenge, yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel okay, and I, you know, when I need to be heard, I can be. Mm-hmm. You know, complete carpet. <laughs> yeah, good. That's good. Um, good yeah. And uh, what else do I have? Oh, so your Jupiter, last thing I see down here in your um, third house is your Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of expansion. It's like the planet that puts the icing on the cake. So, and Mm -hmm. you have it in Pisces. So that's a really interesting, but it's also in the third house. So that's an interesting placement. Um, I feel like when you do speak up, I think that's what's going to kind of activate Jupiter. So the way in this methodology, the way we um, kind of think of the planets is like little people who want your attention. And Mm. they want your attention in a very specific way. They want you to do the things that embody their energy. So, you know, Pluto wants you to get over things and start anew. Um, Uranus wants you to think of different things. It wants you to be creative and it wants you to... um, also be humanitarian and think of other people. Saturn wants you to follow the rules. And, but I feel like Jupiter wants you, it's kind of, Jupiter's kind of like Mars. I feel like Jupiter wants you to take action in wherever it's placed. So your Jupiter is in the house of communication, but it's in, it's in Pisces. So I feel like it's not going to be very, very aggressive, but I do. It wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, you know, flowy. Pisces is that Neptunian energy, but it, but I do feel like it wants you to at least do you speak up, but you said you do. So that is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Jupiter is satisfied. Um, that is great. I, I think I, I just find generally in our household, my husband won't make, doesn't make a decision and neither do I. So we just sort of stay the same. We want to move house um, and we just haven't, we haven't been able to move because nobody would take charge. I think we see ourselves as quite equal in the relationship. So it's not like, although his character can be a bit more dominant than mine, he still says, you know, like mum's the boss. And I will say, dad's the boss. (laughs) um, And I, I think in some ways I wish I could be a bit more assertive so I could get moved and things like that. But, um, yeah, I need to practice that. (laughs) Yeah, it takes practice. And but that's good that you have a good partner that at least, you know, meets you halfway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's amazing with, with you know, like cooking, cleaning, childcare. It's always been quite equal or, or him doing more than me because of his job is allowed. It's, it's allowed us oh, to. But he's quite, yeah, so it's nice. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. Now for I know RTT, you're still in the process of training, but did you have a specific niche that you wanted to get into? I haven't thought about that yet. Well, I was thinking about it the other week, actually. And then I thought to myself, well, I'm, I think as I go down the course, I think I might know something might jump out at me and grab my attention. But right now, I don't think I know enough to, to decide. Mm-hmm. Why did you have any okay. indications or? Um, is no. there anything? Yeah, no. No, not quite. I mean, just what I mentioned before about your life path to kind of um, work with people who are very inquisitive, but mm. to uh, kind of help them focus a little bit on, um, well, I'm sorry, they are highly focused and inquisitive, but to help them channel some of that energy to really see what they're doing as like adventurous and fun. Um, now, but I'm not sure if you're looking to get into coaching too. 
and not well, that was one. That was one of the things that I had thought about, but because, like, with my monkey mind going, oh, I had to, I put it on pause. And thought, no, get, do the RTT, get that qualification, and then see where it goes. Because otherwise, I was supposed to be studying RTT, and I was looking at all of these other courses and, and not moving forward. So, but I did think of coaching. Yeah. Okay. Felt like, and but I didn't know whether it would be. Um, I, th I think years and years ago, I used to help. Um, people who are on probation um, learn how to read and write. Oh, wow. So I've always had something of a helping like, underdog or the disadvantaged people, but I, I don't know if that would particularly pan out in RTT because I don't know. I haven't really thought about that, really. Yeah. But that, I think, or maybe, that's, maybe that's where my journey started back then doing all of that that is that's a perfect placement yeah. that's actually perfect because of your 11th house placement um with your uranus being in the 11th house so the 11th house is how you like help society it's the it's a house of aquarius and it is very humanitarian so and you know you're you helping people on probation learn to read um mm. that is more it, it's like philanthropic and like humanitarian definitely so yeah and I did think um, when, when I do do my RTT, I did because I live in a small island in Jersey. I don't know if you're aware of it, Jersey Channel Islands, mm -hmm. uh, sort of a little island in between the UK and France. It's only like nine miles by five. So we're quite a small island. And I did think that um, once I had done my RTT and once I'm established and I have um, some spare time, I would like to, to give something back to the community. But I didn't know how, whether it would be working with... Um, um, women abused women um, for domestic abuse or, or something like that because there's a few smaller charities and I wanted to maybe offer my time or my services to some of the women there so that was something that I that's a bit more yeah feel that need there <laughs> yeah definitely and you know I think that's yeah. also a great way to like um like build your personal platform like to get testimonials and yeah. kind of build a rapport yeah that's amazing mm. yeah yeah, but um, yeah, coaching was definitely um, something I did think about. So yeah. definitely sounds more exciting than being an administrative assistant. <laughs> Sorry, so, I didn't hear that. I said it sounds more exciting than being an administrative assistant. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's just numbing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I'm gonna leave it here unless you have any other questions. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, would I be able to have, if I, how would I be able to have a copy of this chart? Um, oh, I can, I, I, yeah, I can email you a copy of the chart. Um, I'm also recording, so I can send you a copy of the recording as well if you want that. Oh, lovely. No, that'd be really kind. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so I'll do that. And um, I've been telling people as well, I have an automated email set up to go out 24 hours after each reading. And it'll, it's just asking for like a testimonial if you choose to. But um, yeah, you'll get that tomorrow around this yeah. time. Mm -hmm. No, that'd be lovely. I'll fill that out for you. Yeah. Thank you. And um, that's yeah, it's good. Uh, that is all. I really like to. Um, I really would like to thank you. I appreciate your time. Yeah, and I'd like to thank you for your for your offering. And 